In this series, lowimpact.org talks with people working to build a mutually owned, democratic, decentralised economy that builds community and doesn't destroy nature. We want to increase collaboration to bring about system change. Find links to the sites mentioned in the videos in the description below. Join the conversation by liking, commenting and subscribing to our channel. Okay, so today I'm talking with Mercedes Bidart of Keeper Markets. Mercedes, you're from Argentina, is that right? Are you in Argentina now? Yes, I'm in Buenos Aires. Hello, Hi, nice, to, nice to speak with you. Um, so your project, uh, Keeper Markets, it was um, born at Massachusetts Institute of Technology where you did a master's and the project is being launched in Colombia. So it's a very Pan-American project. And uh, I saw an article about you in Forbes magazine. I'll put a link to that in the description. But before we talk about the details of the project, I want to talk to you about what drives you. What's the problem you want to solve uh, with your work? Yes, so, you know, um, Dave, I'm an urban planner. So I'm, I'm driven by cities, right? And how cities work. And, um, and basically what I'm completely upset about is seeing that we just accept as granted that one every four people, at least in Latin America, and in the world is one every three, lives in an informal settlement. You know, one every, in every three lives in these places in our cities that we just, you know, walk by as if they were okay. But actually what I think is that that, that is uh, structurally bad and structurally, you know, left behind. And these places in the cities are, you know, they lack access to proper infrastructure, housing, water and sanitation. Um, but at the same time, you know, they have a really vibrant economy. Like there's a lot of commerce in these places, but that just happens at the margins of the cities. You know, they are actually essential for the cities to work, but they are not able to create and retain wealth locally. So there's a problem of how these economies could work and actually could work for the people that work in these economies. So that's what I'm most passionate about, of how we can solve this gap between the people that actually make the economy work and the people that benefit from the economy. Um, so there, that is intersection in the cities where, where I'm working, where the informal housing and informal living conditions are uh, you know intersected cross with the informal economy and but at the same time there's a lot of of commerce going on so that is the the thing that i'm working on so um so yeah how does your work uh ad address this problem and what 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 do you do in the uh, in the in the um are they, what, what's the name favelas um Slum area? It depends on country. Yeah, you know, it depends on country. Uh, here we call it uh, barrios populares, which is like popular neighborhoods, uh, but it's mostly known as informal settlements. And how does your how does your work address the problems of the settlements? So I hope I address the problem. I think I'm not. I, you know, it's such a big structural problem. You know, it's a system problem basically. We have but, to start um, somewhere. <laughs> <laughs> yeah right. Um, so the the way that that I that I uh, you know me and I, not just me but I, I'm working with a team. The way we face this problem is saying how we can create alternative economic systems that work for the people 
that make part of that economy, right? So an economy that works for the for the workers and, and the, the people that make part of it. And so, so the way we are framing it is, uh, a, so the question that started our whole project was how technology could actually foster a more collaborative economy. How we can create this solidarity, a more solidarity economy in places where the economy never worked, you know? Um, so so that's, that's like, our uh, our mindset and how we are framing it. So we started a whole process of co-design of technology of a digital platform with uh, people living in in this type of neighborhoods, um, and that's how we came up uh, with Kipu, which is um, a platform that visualizes uh, commerce, you know, demand and offer, digitalizes micro businesses in informal settlements and allows them a trading system with which they can trade without using money. Um, and as a third component, when you use the marketplace, you are recording all your transactions, so then you can start creating for the first time um, a great history, you know, and unlock access to better financial services. Um, so that's, that's, I mean, the solution, solution right, in a nutshell, uh, but basically the three main problems that we've seen, it's the first one is the lack of visibility of these economies. What's the demand and offer? What's happening? Who's selling what and where? The second one is a lack of money liquidity. There's not enough money to trade, to transact. And the third one, there's a lack of access to capital. The access to capital is extremely predatory. Um, and these three components actually I can summarize them is in this uh, lack of wealth creation and retention, how we can create wealth for our communities. And I'm sure that it's a similar problem that you are seeing also in your country, you know, but in these places, it's just structural and it's always the same. It's not just in economic crisis. It's just, you know, um, yeah, that's a, that's a conversation with somebody said, you know, we're not, we're, soon there's going to be not very much money at all in, in British communities. I said, well, it's, that's been the situation in a lot of the world for a long time, constantly. Yeah. So we, what we call it, it's, you know, it's, it's an emergency on top of an emergency. Mm. These places were in an, in an emergency, constant. And now we are adding a new layer um, where poverty is rising, where informality is rising, where informal settlements are increasing. Um, but the problem was, you know, was there for forever. So tell me about Kipu Markets. You say it's a, it's a digital marketplace where where informal um, businesses can trade with each other um, more easily without money. Yeah. So we call it um, we call it community digital marketplaces. You know, it's not just any marketplace. It's a community digital marketplace because the community part is very important because what happens with the marketplace is that it mirrors how the traditions of the informal commerce happens. Uh, it's a marketplace that is tailored for proximity and it's tailored for these practices that happens in these uh, really hyper-local economies. Um, so that's why it's a community digital marketplace as a, as a first thing. And what allows is that people that, you know, users that have a, um, a business uploaded and offer products and services, 
they can trade with one another using a community token and or pesos you know uh, you, fiat can trade in, uh, you can trade in 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 so are the tokens digital the tokens are digital okay the cash is not yeah so um so in latin america different from africa you know there's not a, a lot of a mobile money solutions i mean there are out there but people are uh, reticent to like you know adopt mobile money uh, platforms so people value the cash like having the you know the, the pesos in their hands is very important so that's why we noticed that the marketplace and actually this this popped up in all this co-design process that i was telling you that we we made with the users and themselves they were like you know uh i think the trading system it's it's a solution for some of our problems but at the same time uh we need the pesos to buy things that are outside the community you know so you said there was a, there was a co-design proce process with how many how many businesses yeah so the process was with approximately 40 micro businesses four zero um yes wow we started it was uh you know this is a method called participatory action research and it's a type of research where the you know the beneficiary of the research is actually a researcher yeah. so what we did was like train um you know train micro business owners living in a public housing neighborhood in colombia as researchers and with them, we designed the questions of the survey, we carried out the whole, um, the whole research process, and we analyzed the results together. And with the results of how their economy was working, this, this is, uh, we call it production and consumption mapping. Um, it's a type of research of like survey and mapping that we took from other experiences like Kenya uh, and, you know, um, in, Brussels economics and uh, Banco Palmas in Brazil, different experiences that they are using this type of mapping. But what we've done is that we train the, actually the, the beneficiaries of the research as researchers. So we implemented this production and consumption mapping. And after that, we analyzed the data together and we started just drawing solutions, you know, how a community platform would look like. And this took um one year and a half almost of like a lot of community work and really you know understanding why you know what features this marketplace should have why and 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 how it could work for the for the users you know and the platform is on a phone it's on a phone uh it's a web-based platform because you know we noticed that you you know in, in these places the access to smartphones is there like people use whatsapp and facebook people have smartphones in in colombia is more than 70 percent of smartphone penetration in latin america is more than 62 percent i mean it's three times africa in that sense but um but at the same time you know um the phones are not uh, as good to you know to be downloading apps and and things that are very heavy so we we are like choosing we are going for the web-based uh, application well, you you have to have access to a website to, to to the internet yes yes and um so the businesses go on to a directory on a platform so you can find them mm -hmm. and it's um and you can trade with them on the platform yes um so the first so what happens right like i if i'm a business owner in this community i create a profile 
I validate my profile by uploading a picture of my ID and a selfie because these, this, you know, are unbanked people. So the way to validate a profile is we found that way of doing it. And, and then I can, you know, I, I fill out my, pro, my profile. I upload my business. I upload my products and services in a very easy and friendly way. And when I finish that process, we validate your profile and uh, the marketplace gives you a certain amount of tokens with which you can start trading. And it, I mean, the marketplace has also built up a gamification where like as much as you buy in the neighborhood, you know, you get, uh, you get certain like rewards and stars and, um, and you are, I mean, we are framing it in the way of saying, let's change the rules of the game. And the rules of this game is just that if we buy more in the neighborhood, in, if we are like better, you know, uh, with the community, if we get better scores from my neighbors, um, that's the way I, I win, if you want, right, or okay, like okay. my profile increases. So how many, to when your business joins the directory, how many tokens do you get? You get uh, 30,000 Colombian pesos in tokens. Okay. So this is like, how much is it? It's less than $20. All right, okay. So it's, it's very low amounts. It's a very low amount. Uh, the prices, so we did a whole analysis of the prices of the products and services that are offered in these communities. And the prices are very low. Yeah. So then uh, it allows you to do at least three purchases on the marketplace. Right. So you get these tokens that you can use in the first three purchases that you are doing. To unlock the third purchase, you need to sell something first. So that's one of the rules that it has right. built on. So we call this a first campaign. Like we are, this is the first experiment. We'll see how it works. And you know, these things are things that you, we, we will start uh, probably changing, adjusting. Um. So um, can you do a trade in a mixture of tokens and pesos? Yes, yes. So, so, the, so if I, as I was saying, I'm a business owner and I offer cakes, right? And if my cakes are $10, they will be $10 on the platform, will be the same price. But as a business owner, I say how much of that I accept in the token. Right. So I, maybe I'm selling, you know, these cakes for $10 and I say I accept up to five in the token, 50% of it. Could you say 100%? I can say 100%, obviously. Okay. And we encourage, you know, business right. owners to accept the 100%. Right. But sometimes it's not possible, you know, if you have to buy a lot of things outside the neighborhood to produce what you're doing, um, sometimes it's not possible. So you can do, say, if you do 50% of the trade in tokens, you can do that on the platform. And then when you go to collect the goods or when you go to the business or whatever happens, then you have to pay the rest in the 50% in cash. Personal yes, business. exactly. Okay. Definitely. Yes. Um, and, but, but we are letting, you know, that transaction um, happen like between the users. We are not, I mean, we are not Amazon or any other e-commerce platform, you know, we're not like, facilitating that, uh, that delivery or that uh, yeah, agreement yeah. between buyer and seller. It's just the trade. Um, mm -hmm. So uh, do, do a lot of the businesses, they're very informal businesses. Do a lot of them have no official premises? They just 
trade from home or in the street or yeah so all of them they are uh, from they are happening from their homes okay all of them so what what is interesting of so you know we are in our first pilot in a neighborhood in a public housing neighborhood in Barranquilla in the Caribbean coast of Colombia where um, this neighborhood is a 10,000 inhabitants uh, neighborhood so it's kind of like a small city and what happened is that they are living in this public housing that was given to them some of them paid part of it but you know it's it's these type of neighborhoods where all the buildings look the same i don't know if you ever seen one of these you know neighborhoods in the outskirts of the cities where like all the houses are the same all the towers are the same and what happened is that when they develop these neighborhoods they don't leave a space for commercial activity so people are like you know moving from different places of the country most in Colombia, most of the people that are moving to these places is because of the armed conflict uh, in Colombia. So they are displaced, you know, from where they were living. And by living here, maybe they were used to have this economic activity also from their homes where they were living. But now they are like, you know, moved to a new way, a new place where the houses are like all, as I was saying, the same. So what we've seen is that people actually transform their houses into businesses. So you see houses that like now maybe they, you know, destroy a wall and they just like put a tent kind of to open a restaurant there, but they live there. So actually they live in one room and they are part of the house. They use it for their business. So that's how actually, you know, these hyper local economies are, are, are working. It's like this informality that is home-based um so that's why you know maybe an important concept to bring here is that uh, we don't like to call it informal economy but we call it we call it the popular economy okay. because informal is kind of like oh is that is that is illegal you know and actually it speaks for half of the way that you know the economy works in latin america yeah. it's yeah. so it's not illegal per se yeah and how many markets do you have at the moment? How many communities do you have a market in? So we are working with one community, one. This, uh, this community in Barranquilla. And now we are ready to launch in more places. So okay, we are having have, conversations. You'll have different markets in different communities? Yeah. Yeah. So the idea is to to be in as many communities as, you know, as it is needed. And so now we are opening... So all, all this pilot in, in Barranquilla, it's uh, funded by the IDB, the Inter-American Development Bank, is helping us with uh, all the development. Yeah. So the idea is to use the same platform with some, you know, some adjustments that are necessary in as many communities uh, as possible, starting in, starting in Colombia. And how long has, has this market been running? So we started July 21st was the official launch. Before that, we were doing soft launch with, you know, a sample group and very, very like controlled group, understanding how they were using the, the token and the, and the marketplace. But July 21st was the official open launch. Um, so this was three weeks ago. Um, and we, what we've done was, you know, having like a, um, big social media campaign with videos and that's then if, if you want you can show it uh, how you know the video how we are doing all the digital adoption 
And what is impressive, I think, is that, you know, it was a whole digital campaign, no physical at all, because we can't go. Colombia is in a 100% lockdown, so people can't leave their houses. So we, we cannot be there. And we doing all digital, and we got 200 uh, users in a week. You got 200 so users joined in a week? Yeah. Okay, wow. So it was like a lot of interest out there. And, and now we are working with each of those people that registered, you know, one by one, also helping them to finish their profile, to upload their things. There's a lot of pedagogy, you know, that has to be done. That's really encouraging like, though. Yeah, it's, 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 it is. So did you have to, to, to find lots of trading loops in the community before you could launch? Uh, did you get commitments from businesses to trade with each other? Um, yeah. Know, yeah. So the key, you know, was like continuing working with these 40 champions, we call them, the co-designers, because they co-design it with us, you know. So they are the real champions there. And that's why also I think uh, even though we were not there in person, uh, they were able to spread the word and, and help other micro businesses you know, upload their business. So now it's kind of like a network of people helping people uh, start their profiles. And have, have there been lots of trades? So we've seen uh, not as much trade as, as we would love to, you know. Uh, it's, uh, you know, it's a process of trusting the system, of seeing that, oh, actually it works. It has no mistakes or failures or whatever. Um, so we are now working on how we can increase the transactions. So far we had like 25 plus transactions. Um, but so, so that's what we are working right now. It's like how to explain, you know, how it's, it's literally adopting a completely new system, going to the cash based to a mix. So that's what we are learning and what we want to bring to other communities too, you know, what how we learn here. Um... How are you reaching out to businesses? How are you getting people to sign up? What's, what's the most success, successful technique to get people to join? Yeah, so, for, so all the soft lunch, it was like connection one-on-one, -on -one, you know, like people recommending people and uh -huh. we connecting one-on-one. That was not as effective as the whole digital campaign on WhatsApp, Facebook, and Instagram that we've done with the videos, with flyers. We put our uh, phone number the link to the app and people sign up by themselves after watching the, the videos. Right. So I think that's the most effective thing, like to start a digital campaign that is very targeted to the community, you know? I'll put the videos in the description and in the blog article. Awesome. Um, do, you, do, you have, uh, do you employ people to encourage people to trade? Do you have, you know, brokers? We, um, so it's tricky. I mean, we started working with uh, these uh, champions, as I was saying. There's some people in the community that are more active than others. Um, and I think now we have like, there might be like three or four people that are uh, in, like actively encouraging other people to, to jump in the platform. But, but it's not a, a, it's not that we are like, you know, hiring them or okay, okay. Yeah, it's yeah. just that they have this leadership, you know, in, in the neighborhood. What different kinds of businesses are in the, 
or in the community or in, in the market? Yeah, should I try to share the screen? What do you think? Let, give it a go. <laughs> I will give it a go. <laughs> Let's see. Uh, you have to allow me. Yeah. There you go. Okay. Uh, so then I can show you, you know, the pictures and you can have a sense of how it looks like. Okay. Yeah, there we are. So, you know, this is the, this is the marketplace. And as you can see, there are like people that offer barber, barber shops, decoration, um, um, homeschooling, uh, construction, um, well, food, you know, there's a lot of, of food too. So you can find whatever uh, in the business, in the neighborhood. Yeah, and, and what is interesting that is that there are new businesses, for example, this person that is offering hours of security to other people. So he's like offering, uh, say, you know, security to houses per hour. This person was not doing this before the marketplace started. All right, so you're helping him. He yeah, he was like, hey, like now I can offer, maybe I can offer this, you know? He like created something out of nowhere. Wow. And, and this is what he's offering now. So you can start here and you can see that he offers 6,000 uh, Colombian pesos per hour. So I can, for, and, but he, and he's accepting, as you can see here, maximum 3,000. He's accepting 50% uh, of, uh, of the service in the token. So okay. here I can say you would charge six thousand pesos per per what? What is that? Per hour? Per per hour. Per hour, and he yeah, would accept three thousand pesos and three thousand pesos worth of tokens. Exactly. Okay. So here, if I go and say, okay, I want one hour of him, uh, he has an offer of ten percent. So that's another thing that we added, like how you can like put sales and offers. Um, and in Kipus, he's accepted. I, I can say, okay, I will pay him 3,000 Kipus, you know. Um, uh, the maximum is two, okay, because I have a discount here. And so then uh, I can say, okay, uh, I will, uh, I, this is delivery or in the business. He comes because he's uh, taking security of my house. And then I can say, okay, I can make a, a question to him or, you know, start a chat where we can start or bargaining the price or talking about how he's going to uh, deliver his service. Right. I can, uh, or I can add it to my uh, wish list, you know? So that's, that's a really nice looking platform. Thank you. Thank you. There we are. Well, it's, you know, it is, it is, um, whole process that we took of co-designing it. So you have, you, uh, you, you use the term mutual credit. So you consider yourself a mutual credit scheme. Yes. Yes, right. it is. Yes, it is. Yeah. And um, so we're, we're starting mutual credit clubs in the UK uh, and there will be federation software that will allow businesses in different clubs to trade with each other. Um, will that be the case with you in Colombia when you have, uh, and is it just Colombia or you do, do you want to start markets in different countries as well? Well, so we received interest from a lot of places, you know, like the situation is the same in Argentina, in Brazil, in Ecuador. It's 
same situation of the concentration, you know, of the informal economy in informal settlements. Um, so we received interest from different countries. Um, so we are like analyzing, you know, the, the opportunity cost of opening in a new country. Um, so yeah, at, at this point, we are very focused in Colombia with, we are open, you know, to see if there are possibilities in our countries, but our priority is Colombia. And regarding the trading between communities, um, so for now we see that like each community will have like an auto determination of their geography, if you want. Um, but that will be something that certainly we will need to end up developing or, you know, connecting with your solution for sure. Yeah. I mean, we, we, let's talk, let's talk later. And uh, yeah, it would be great. I mean, it's a way to, um, yeah. I mean, why not link mutual credit schemes all over the world? It's, it's, uh, that's, Let's try and build a new kind of a new kind of economy, really. Yeah, would be amazing. And I, I heard that you visited um, Will Ruddick in Kenya, grassroots economics. Yeah. How, how was that's a very interesting thing that's happening in uh, East Africa. How was that? Yes, that was great. So that was at the beginning of my research process, you know, of designing people. So I I started by spending a month and a half. Um, starting the, the research process in Colombia and I went from Colombia to Kenya um, for a, a month I was in Kenya I was doing two things uh, one thing was um, financial inclusion um, financial inclusion workshop where we were like designing also te different technologies with people living in a rural area close to Nairobi and I went there with MIT with a university and after that, I, I really wanted to visit Will and see, you know, uh, with my eyes what was going on there. So I went to um, a slum in Nairobi and then I went to Mombasa. And actually I was there the day that they launched the blockchain wallet. Um, so it was the day of the launch. Uh, it was a busy day for Will and, and the team. Um, and it was very interesting to see the similarities and the things that are not similar, you know, like there's a lot of similarities between the regions, you know, of like slums in Africa and, and, and slums in Latin America. But there's also, uh, you know, critical differences, like the way that people use the phone. Um, in Africa, I've seen more dumb phones. Uh, dumb phones is how they call them, you know, not the smartphones. Yeah, yeah. In, in, in uh, and and like in 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 Latin America, it's like everybody has a has a smartphone. There's no dumb phones basically. Like people don't use text messages; they use WhatsApp. And the other thing was like the use of mobile money. You know, it's uh, it's they are used to mobile money in in Kenya more than in Colombia for sure. Um, but it was really interesting to to be there and see. You know, and is it, it the same, does it does it work in the same way as Kipu? Um, so it depends. So, you know, I don't know exactly now what Will is doing. I know he changes the way that they issue the currency, you know, in, uh, they do it in different ways, depending the moment. So I don't know what is, what he's doing right now. Uh, I know that he, yeah, I, I don't want to say because then, you know, I might be, uh, not updated because I know there was some, yeah. uh, yeah, some bank or thing he was doing, but I don't know if now they're still doing that. 
um, yeah, so I, I I'm not. To, um, I want to interview him. I, I, um, I think I need to do some homework first to work out exactly how it works in Kenya. Cause it's, it's more complicated, isn't it? Yes, yes, uh, it is. Uh, yeah, we spent a lot of time talking about like the system that at that point he was working on this uh, protocol for currencies to exchange from one community to the other. So right. it was kind of similar to what uh, you are doing, but uh, but I don't think he's still working with the same thing. But I don't know. I don't want to say you know. And what's what's your ambition? What's the what's the plan? Well, uh, you know, we envision a world where the economy is um, owned by the communities, right? We believe that communities can design their own economies. So that's our goal is like helping as many communities as possible to design their own economic systems um, with, a, with a tool. We know we're just providing a tool, you know, technology is not going to solve everything. But, but we envision a world in which um, yeah, in which the economy is more just, it's more democratic, it's in the hands of the workers, and, and we, we envision a world where we can design more technologies like Kipu that, um, you know, are tailored for how these workers work and how their communities work. That's music to my ears. I, oh. <laughs> I, I guess um, <laughs> if you're really successful, those low-income neighborhoods, they won't be low-income anymore. If we are really successful, um, yes, it might be, you know, there are tons of things. I, I told you, this is a systemic problem. So my way of seeing it is how as communities, we can be aware that this is a systemic problem. So then I call it, well, uh, I take this from one of my mentors. Uh, his name is Otto Scharmer. He's a, the creator of Theory U. And what he says is that uh, we need to uh, allow you know, enable communities to see and send, sense themselves. So how we can see and sense our own system to be able to transform our own system. And that speaks to how we relate to one another, you know, in a more collaborative way, in a more solidarity way. Um, so if we, with technology, we can help to sparkle, you know, to spark something like that, that would be uh, our, our ideal. That's our, that's our, that's our outlook as well exactly the same and i've i've been into um you know working class communities in in the uk and yeah. we've i've talked with people and they've said oh you know we there's not going to be very much money there's not there's not very much money anyway but soon there's not going to be any money at all and i just explain you know just take like 20 seconds to say well we're building these mutual credit clubs you know you your, your business goes into a directory you can you put what you're offering and you put what you want and then people can trade with you um but just on account. So if you if you sell, your account goes up. If you buy, your account goes down. And they're just numbers in an account. That's it. They, it's just numbers. You don't yeah. make any money. And they like, and they, you can see they're like their mind is going like this. And they're like, <laughs> ding. It's like, oh my god, oh my god, that's a fantastic idea. Yes, I want, I want to join. So, I think the more people we can explain to about this, I think it's, I think, I think COVID. This could be, this could be. Um, you know, a good thing that's come out of COVID instead of all the bad things. One hundred percent. Yeah, what, it's it's a moment. You know, yeah. we are seeing the moment that we were waiting for. You know, of like how we can bring the conversation of a new economy, of a different economy, and how people are like, yeah, this is exactly like we need a different thing. You know, um, 
so for sure for sure uh and and another term that that Otto uses is uh, awareness-based system change so how we can change systems by being aware you know of themselves mm -hmm. and actually how it, it was not working and how it could work if we put it in our hands and i know you've spoken to dill before and the mutual credit clubs uh, was dill's idea yes. and he's written uh -huh. an article called the transcender manifesto he said we, we we will change society not by voting for a different political party and not by trying mm. to overthrow not 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 by trying to overthrow this system it's too strong we won't do that but by transcending we, we will build from the communities and just grow and transcend yeah uh, a, yeah i, I agree beautiful idea. i agree and uh, just finally, your, the name of your project, Kipu. Um, Kipu Market. Yeah, Kipu Market. I looked up Kipu in, on Wikipedia and it's like a, it's an Inca, like an abacus or a, a, a yeah. calculating machine with, with knotted string. And, um, exactly. And it, <laughs> the story is great. Yeah. Sorry? No, the story is, is it's great. It's, um, it's exactly that, yeah. So they are like, you know, they're like, um, like a necklace with uh, knotting knots. A necklace, you can see the neck. It's kind of a necklace. It, you can see it as a necklace, you know. It's like our logo. It's a digital kipu, huh. um, but you know, it's like a necklace with different uh, ropes, and and people can like people do knots. To that's that was their written language for the Incas. They didn't have a written language. They use the quipus, not just for census data, transactions, um, with, not just for numbers, but also for narratives. Oh, wow. So, so they were recording stories. With not a string. Yes. So what happened now is that there are a lot of people trying to understand what the quipus, you know, uh, were recording. So the math quipus, the numbers quipus, People, uh, some researchers were able to understand them, but the narratives quipus, they cannot. And what happened is that when the Spanish came to Latin America um, and they saw this way that they were communicating to one another and they couldn't understand, they burned them all. Wow. They just destroyed that way of communication. Wow. So that's why, you know, it's for us, it's like coming back to the roots of trading and record keeping with technology right we have something similar in the uk historically we have uh -huh. something similar in the uk called tally sticks i don't know if you've ever heard of tally sticks oh i yeah i think i heard about them so they're, they're literally yeah, sticks yeah, yeah, yeah. from a from a tree like a, a, a piece of wood and then you make mm -hmm. the notches about taxes usually about how much tax somebody owes and then it's split in two and the the, the, the tax authority has one half and the, the person who has to pay the tax has the other half. And so they can be put back together. And, but you can't, you can't cheat because if you put them back together, you can see if one party has cheated. They have, to, they have to look exactly, do you see what I mean? You make the notches. Yeah, that's amazing. Yeah. Um, I, uh, Mercedes, I wish you all the best. I, 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 I'm sure you're gonna be successful. And, um, and I'm also sure that we're gonna talk again and we're gonna hopefully at some point in the future, we're going to merge our projects and build a new kind of economy. For sure, for sure. It's great to be connected with, with you. And please keep me updated of what you are developing. I will do the same.
yes, and see we'll, where I'll we can the, merge. I'll put you on the newsletter. We haven't got a newsletter yet, but, but when we do, I'll put you on the list. Awesome. I will do the same. <laughs> That's amazing. All right, Mercedes. Lovely, lovely talking with you. And, and I'll, Thank speak you. To you. I'll speak to you again. Thank you, Dave.